This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What time is it? Time for the weekly deal. I want fries on my pizza, the rabbit and tortilla barbecue. And welcome to the Weekly Dish. Woo-hoo! I'm Stephanie Hansen. I'm Steph Barge. And we are here for you today on a little a little oh, warm but we have- sludgy <laughs> weather report for the day. The report is soggy. I think it's going to be soggy. It's okay, though. I feel a little bit bad for all the Cinco de Mayo Part 2 parties and some of the Derby parties. Some of y'all are going to have to keep your hats under a little bit of an, uh, an umbrella as you're walking into your fancy parties. I will say my cousin is having his 50th birthday at the Derby with his two brothers and all the sisters-in-laws and they're all together and they send us a picture last night and the hats were glorious. I See, I would love to be a part of that. I, I Like all my fashion-y friends are all like, this is like their holiday and I'm just like... I'll just talk about the whiskey. That's just fine. You yes. know what I mean? And I, but I also feel like I'm left out of the other side of it because I just don't I don't have a posh frock that I would want to wear. We're not posh frock wearers. We're just not posh frock. <laughs> I would put a hat on, but I would also then have my running gear on. Yeah, you would. And your and your tennis shoes, your hookahs yeah, or my, hokas or however you say those fancy shoes. I don't even know what that is. Oh, the hoka is it hoka h o k a there's these new kind of running shoes oh. that everyone's wearing. Oh, really? I'm yeah. sticking with my Brooks. Okay. My Brooks are best. I know once you find your favorite running shoe once you're you in, just you're in. I know. And mine are New Balance, which Yours are New Balance. Thank goodness I'm not running anymore because they're apparently very hard to come by. Oh, really? Yes, I they're some... in back in vogue. Oh, well, some of the New Balance are the ones that are like the old man shoes. P.S. I literally cannot handle the big white solid German walking shoes. 16 year old girls in these giant white. They look like Frankenstein shoes. Don't you like they're all the whole thing of like the prom. My niece had them on last night. They have like the pretty little dresses. And And then I get it. And I actually think it's a very subversive, awesome commentary. I'm just not doing it because I can only picture like all of my old German relatives Shuffling around, you know, yeah, you know, getting you more absolutely. Pierogi. That's it. No, absolutely no. We had a funny. I I uh, got together with my family last night for tacos. I tacos. guess you did tacos. Uh, we did tacos, and I was with the teenagers that I haven't been with for a while. And my niece was funny. She's like, um. My mom says you play pickleball. <laughs> it's like we've been doing it in high school and I really like it. I'm like, oh, yes, you're coming over to the pickleballs. Oh, my God. Okay. <clears throat> so we were talking about that. And then this other, my nephew, who has had some emotional and mental health struggles. Yeah. He showed up 
he's like a completely I he was he looked happy and I was like, Oh, you look like you're doing so great because he's had a couple of years where we didn't see him at a lot of stuff. Yeah. He said, Yeah, I started walking. I, I said, Tell me about God. that. He goes, Well, <clears throat> one day I just decided that I was playing too many video games and I was walk I wasn't walking, so I started walking home from school and it was three miles. He goes, now, like, every day I walk probably, I don't know, three to ten, depending on how much time I have. I just put my headphones on. I listen to 90s jams. Oh, my God. And and he was, like, so centered and yeah. felt so, like, just this Real himself. Yes. Yeah. And I had just read the day before that walking 60 minutes three days a week has the same ability to treat depression as many of the antidepressants. Yeah. Which I found just fascinating. That's amazing. It's funny. I went in for, you know, I went in for a strep test. I think I told you this. And the yeah. guy was like, the doctor was a little overbearing for me. He was a little mansplaining <laughs> for me. But he uh he did say to me, he's like, so do you exercise? I'm like, yeah, I do. I work out. And he's like, you know, if you just if everybody would just walk 30 minutes a day, it, it would change their life. He just said that and that moment stuck with me in a positive way about like you're right. There's days that I don't do anything because I'm like, oh, I'll work out later and I get, don't get to yep. it. And if I would just get up and go on a quick 30 minute or something. Yeah. And I know that Lord knows we all talked about walking during the pandemic because sometimes you have to come back to that. And I also want to be cognizant of I realize that depression is a real right. chemical thing and that <clears throat> sometimes no amount of walking is going to cure it. So right. I just want to add that. We piece are not, to it we are not doctors. We no. are saying there's and a colloquial. And it's like all the things, right? Does food help you manage your emotions? Yes. Does food help your yeah. mental health? Yes. Does it cure depression in and of itself? Maybe no, not. Probably not. No. So, But nonetheless, I would say that especially for those of us who have been sort of trapped in our homes for the entire thick winter that just is recently vacated <laughs> the, the premises. Winter. It was a thick winter, yo. And I feel like I feel like I got... I get like trapped in a in a very lovely way. I'm happy to be trapped in some ways. Yeah. Like I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna hunker down and I'm just gonna tuck into this chair and I'm gonna watch a hundred hours of succession and all the rest. Yep. And so I know that those are cycles and I can break out of them. Yeah. It's and nice. It's nice to break out now. Was a breakout cycle. The daffodils, the tulips are oh finally God, starting to bloom at the arboretum. Yeah. Yeah, so the arboretum's two weeks behind. Yeah. Um, in case you're doing the Ely Ice Watch. The ice is less. Yeah. There is water around the edges. It is creating a unsafe conditions for my dock. Yeah. But there is still enough ice on the lake that it's maybe this week. We don't know. Yeah. Um, some of the other. It is supposed to, Well, I don't know. Maybe with the rain, it'll help, too. Yeah. And it's supposed to be pretty warm up there. So oh, good. hopefully we'll see. Well, yeah, I definitely think that people have gardening on their minds. They have, I mean, I watched, I don't remember where I was, one of the stores I was getting like, you know, patch equipment for a wall and like everybody in line behind me had um, bags of soil. Yeah, yeah, for sure. (laughs) And uh, and I was like, okay, I see you guys. I'm not quite with you yet, but like, that's good on you. The seedlings have made it out of the screened in porch where they were getting a lot of sun to outside. Okay. They're underneath the eaves because they can't get too much sun and I don't want to drown them in water, but all of the seeds are outside. Nice. We have, we're hardening them off. Okay. And all the house plants that went in for the summer or the winter are now also underneath the eaves. Okay. That's what I'm trying to decide if I'm going to put some of my newly acquired plants outside, which are hardy enough to be outside. You can just put them in the shade. 
uncovered because it is going to rain a lot in the next five days. Yeah. And they'll get waterlogged. Yeah. But you don't want yeah. to get swampy. That is my number one thing of uh, why I kill a houseplant is I overlove it. I overwater oh, it. I'm funny. like, you must be thirsty. You I'm know? the person who was killing her orchids because I wasn't watering them enough because sure. I was giving one ice one cube, ice a, cube week. a week. <laughs> that was like a mini ice cube, yeah. not even a real You're size. You were like an ice chip. Yeah. You were like <laughs> rationing. Here, have your chip, you have your orchids. ice chip, you they orchid. are so recovered and glorious looking. Oh, Even Kurt said he's like, wow, your orchids are really doing great. I'm like, I know. Imagine that if you water them. Huh. huh. So going to Vegas today. Oh, today you're going to Vegas. I am uh, with Ellie and Kurt. It was a big week for Ellie and Kurt. Oh, Can I just I mention them for a second? Uh, Kurt and Ellie did win the Minnesota Book Awards this week. It All was, of them. They won the whole award. They did. <laughs> it was so amazing. And I had one of those moments where... I, I probably shouldn't even say this out loud. I had a Cosmopolitan prior to the award ceremony. Yeah. And then the award ceremony happened. And I was literally just sitting in my seat, ugly crying, trying not to make noise. Oh, God. And my shoulders are just yeah. like shaking, duh, duh, you know. Duh, 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 duh. So then the ceremony gets done and we go over to St. Paul Grill and we're going to like have some dinner or have a bite to eat. And they've stopped serving. Yeah. But by then, Kurt's already ordered me a Cosmopolitan. So I drink that Cosmopolitan. I woke up the next day. I literally, had not one piece of food entered my body that day. Just two huge drinks. Wow. And I was like, whoa, Nellie, get a grip. Wow. I was so emotional when yeah. I woke up. And yeah. I was just like, you were just, oh. There was a lot. Yeah. Oh, so, my God. Wait, what was your category? What What is? Fiction. Oh, just fiction. Yeah. Wow. And they had another, like, genre fiction that just Lori won. And she's a great writer, too. I just love her work. Also, Brad Zeller, who is his fellow contestant. Yeah. For his book, um, Till the Wheels Fall Off, yeah. I highly recommend that book. Yeah. It's all about roller skating and music and riding bikes and being a young boy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a pretty incredible moment That's for Ellie and Kurt. So. I know. I watched the acceptance. It was very sweet. Yeah. And they both said like the same thing about each other because in some respects they are the same person, just yeah. different. Well done. Well done. <laughs> all right. Well, okay. We'll be back. We've got all the brunch things. We've got brunchy um, stuff Mother's Day up. ideas again. Mm-hmm. Um, I ate something this week that has really kind of just reset my goals for 2023. Oh, interesting. <laughs> we'll talk when we come back on the Weekly Dish. We're talking about kindness and kindness, detachment this morning, kindness friends. Kindness and detachment. That's where we are at the moment. But yes. nonetheless, we are also talking about brunch because... Mother's Day is brunch. I know. I know. You guys, many Moms. many of you listeners know my feelings about why does mom have to have brunch when we really want steak dinners. Okay, some of us want steak dinners. <laughs> Am I the, like, and also, I, I'm just going to be like the Debbie Downer for a second because I am. <laughs> like, I, I love a couple things that have happened about Mother's Day this year. There's been a lot of companies that are like, hey, if you want to opt out of Mother's Day emails because they're hard for you. Like, oh, they're being sensitive to are, trigger warning things. Yeah, and also like we don't, as a mom, there is so much like bound up in being a mom. Yeah, how it feels to be the daughter of a mom. You know, there's just a lot of emotional space in moms that we don't. I'm sorry, dads, but you just generally you don't. I don't know why, and maybe it's because I'm a girl and it's different. I'm also now an orphan, really. Yeah. Because both my parents are dead. Yeah. So it feels just like this whole different. And I've had fraught feelings about Mother's Day my entire life. You even have. when my mom was alive. You have. Pro- would- partly because my sister's birthday is tomorrow. And my sister was killed in a car crash when she was 18 and I was 12. Right. And it came right before Mother's Day. You have and a my whole mom. bunch bound up in it. Yeah. Could barely. Well, 
function. And that is, I would say that, you know, I'm all about, especially lately, truly delving into the goods and the bads, the ups and the downs. And so in a weird way, I understand. I respect that they say trigger warning if you want to opt out because it's hard for you. I understand that too, but I'm just here to say that fully living life means honoring all the good and the bad and going through it and like experiencing it because that's, while you're here, you get that. You get the good, you get the bad. You get the both, and there you have the facts of life. <laughs> the facts of life, the facts of life. When, when the world never seems to be living up to your dreams. Everyone hates us Suddenly right now. Suddenly you're finding out the facts of life are all about you. you. All about you. Ooh. Sorry for that little visit back to... <laughs> Blair Warner. But it all right? makes sense. Yeah. Natalie Blair, yeah, the TV show. Anyway, the truth of it is Mother's Day is always going to be tied up with stuff. And I guess I guess as us being moms and having moms and everybody, you know, at some point has a mom of some sort, um, you know, it's kind of one of those lovely things that I think just I love the mess. I mean, I'm here for the mess. And Mother's Day, too, like is always like, hey. You're a mom, but why don't you prepare all this food and make all this stuff for the other moms? Right. Like, you never get to be, like, a mom that gets taken care of in some respects, too. Some people, right. Then, yeah. then they're, but I do respect the moms who are like, no. anyway, I'm out. You guys are on. Do your thing. <laughs> I'm going out with my friends, uh-huh. my other friend moms. Well, my Dr. Pepper and I used to go to, we used to take trips on Mother's Day. We used to plan trips on Mother's Day when our kids it. were little. We're like, no, we're going. And so we'd meet up in the, you know, somewhere in the country. She's out in the Pacific Northwest. And we would meet up in like Arizona or That's New York. Amazing. And then we'd be like, <laughs> by the time we got back on Mother's Day, Sunday night, usually it would be like, they would really have missed us. And yeah. that was exactly the tenor that we were going for. God, you were doing it right. We were. We really did. I kind of miss those trips. So. All right. So moms, yeah, you've so got anyway. some, we got some brunchy ideas. And then I, when we come back after the break, we'll tell you some places that you can still get into or some yes. ideas for Yeah. Because kids. I know that a lot of people, there's, uh, you have takeout and, and yep, dining. I do. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk, I wanted, I found this like little, you know, bunch of brunch recipes. I also think that brunch doesn't have to be the same brunch. You don't have to just make pancake. If you want to do a special brunch for your mom, make them something kind of, you know, a little bit, maybe different if your mom's up for that. If your mom loves, is over trying new things and just is ready for just, I want the things, don't mess with it. Just give me pancakes. Do that. Um, I wanted to talk about labna and we've talked about it before. I like labna. I know, but I wanted to bring it back into the conversation because there was this little article for poached rhubarb with labna. And I thought that was sort of like, to me, a perfect thing where it's like, uh, you know, poached rhubarb with a little bit of sugar and spice. And then on sourdough toast with this spreadable, which labna is like a cross between cream cheese and yogurt. You had me at brunch. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Listen. And I just want to say that there's nothing easier than labna to make because what you're doing, you're taking Greek style yogurt. Basically, you're putting it in um, a sieve, you know, over a large bowl. You line the sieve with a double layer of, of cheesecloth and then you put the yogurt in the center. You bring the edges together and you twist it almost like a, you would a. But do you squeeze? Because with ricotta, you don't squeeze. No, you twist to secure. You don't okay. want to squeeze, but you twist to secure. You cover it with plastic wrap and you place it in the fridge overnight to drain. So it's a long process of draining. It's not a fast squeeze it out, but then you sort of just like, it just kind of, you know, gets like a really great sort of a, sort of a uh, tangy, but yet spreadable texture. Love. Yeah. So if you're, that's what I'm saying. If you have some Greek style yogurt that's left over, that's And then what do you do with this base of labna? Labna. 
Uh, you basically can do whatever you want with it. I mean, like I like to spread it on bread. That's kind of like what it's, you know, like bagels. Yep. It's great with that. A little bit of salmon and some labna and some pickled uh, red onions is a delicious thing. Um, this one, they want you to like take your rhubarb and do it like poach it basically in, in sugar, water, ginger, cinnamon, star anise, that kind of thing. And then, um, you know, kind of boil it and then let it simmer and then strain that and then put that on top of the labna spread on the toasted sourdough. Yum. So good. That does sound just amazing. I know. So there's, that's one thing. But I was thinking about that in terms of also, it doesn't have to be like brunch doesn't have to be a massive thing. It can be a spread yeah, or a board. We hey. did party boards last week. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to tell you this. I walked into Honey and Rye Bakehouse, you know, the new bakehouse concept yep. for their preview party. And Anne had done like this huge spread of butter boards. And I we're nothing else if not on trend. And I was like, we did, I didn't even take one picture. That was so, and they were so well done. I thought it was great. Um, the other thing I wanted to say is, of course, I'm huge on the savory Dutch baby, you know, because that's a little bit, it's easy. I would never make a savory Dutch baby. Would I would make a fruit Dutch baby. So how do you, what are you going to do with your savory Dutch? Okay. So I throw in the eggs and the milk, you know, mixture that yep. you're doing for Dutch yep. baby. And then I throw in a little bit of parm and then I throw in Yum. just a little tiny bit of like, of like a microplaned garlic in there. And then you, so, I know so it's almost like a, it's almost like a popover. Or a, yeah. You know? Okay, yeah. So then it goes, it does its Dutch baby thing. And then I know some people do this and I don't, but um, I don't put an egg on it in the in the oven. You know what I mean? Like I'm not cooking the egg with it. Yep. But I do fry up an egg sometimes and put that on top, especially if you're doing the mini Dutch babies, like if you're doing them in a smaller pan. And then I put on a little bit of like creme fraiche, some blue cheese, an egg, and crumbled little bits of bacon. Like that is... I, those are you have to make those separately, obviously. But you can do those the night before, not the egg. You could do the, um, but you could do the bacon the night before. You could, and then you can Dutch baby up, fry an egg while that sucker is while it's cooking in the oven, and then you put that on top, and then sprinkle the whole thing with chives. I actually do have a good recipe for like a maple bacon that you bake in the oven. Yeah, and you could get it all ready to go, and then just throw it in yeah. on a separate sheet. Yeah, totally. So I'm big on that. I'm big on that. I I think also that like. Um, this is a weird thing, but you know, do you know what, you know what Kachapuri is? Have you seen those? Those like, it's like almost like a boat of, it's got like a cheese mixture and then an egg in the middle of it. But yes. it looks like an, it almost looks like an eye. I or didn't like know how a, you say those words. Kachapuri. Is, but it's like a pastry. Yeah. And it kind of looks like a, a canoe almost yes. of cheese and egg. You guys, that is easy and delicious to do. And how do you do it with puff pastry? Yeah. You can do it with, yeah, I would do it with, um, yeah, not Philo, not Philo, but Puff Pastry. Darfur yeah. Puff Pastry yeah. or Pepperidge Farm has it too. Yeah, and you just make this little sort of like canoe shaped thing and then you get your, you get, and here's how you do it the, to match the cheese a little bit. You you can do it like, um, to me, it's a, it's a mozzarella with feta mix. That, when you put mozzarella huh. and feta mixed together, shreddy mozz, and sh- it has this very perfectly salty character. It's, it's earthy, but it's also... You know, you get, you get your Yep. And that to me is like a beautiful thing. If you want to throw a little bit of spinach in there too, to make it, you know, kind of interesting, a little chopped spinach and a little bit of cream too. And then you crack your egg in it and you, yum. it's so good. You guys. All I right. Put that recipe up. I got to find a good one for that one. All right. We have more recipes and Mother's more. Day talk when we come back. You're listening to the weekly dish. All right. We
weekly dish brunch brunch okay i did hey quick i did put on the facebooks you guys i wanted to ask what is a brunch win for you what is a brunch fail because you know what i mean like some people like i don't do eggs i never do an egg dish because i overcook because it's always a fail and like what is a sure thing is it french toast is always a sure thing for you remember ellie's graduation brunch debacle where I was making Greek salad quinoa and that wasn't brunchy enough. So right. then we That's had to point. add like donuts and yeah. French toast. Yeah. And- Do you have a thing that you can help other listeners with in terms of the fact of like, is there a thing that is a sure thing that's going to win brunch every time or like a warning flag? Like don't make kachapuri. <laughs> <laughs> I did put the Greek salad quinoa in a university of Minnesota, like metal bucket. Yeah. And I just did a cookbook signing in Grand Rapids this week and they made this Greek salad with quinoa. And I told them the story about yeah. like how she was like, and that's not very brunchy. Not brunchy. And then everyone was like, hey, can I get the recipe for your Greek salad Brunchy's with quinoa? Yeah. Like, oh, she's calling me right now. Of course she is. Because, you, know, you know, we're not, not on the show. Perfect time to chat, <laughs> Ellie. Jeez. All right. So if you're a panicky person. Panic. And you're like, oh, my gosh, Mother's Day. When is that? It's coming. I don't know. And you have nothing planned. I got some ideas for you. Okay. What do you got? First of all, oh, Ellie just texted. LOL. You're on the radio. Uh Yep. For 14 years now, kid. 14 years, lovey. I do it to her, though, at KDK9. So that's true. We'll laugh about that later. Okay. Okay. Sea salt is open. And that is a great brunchy spot. It's good if you want to bring kids. They can run around Word. the dogs. And if you don't know how many people are coming, and yeah. you're just all going to stand in line together, stand in line. It's like it's that's, fine. Let's talk about what moms want most. They want time with you. Yeah. So go stand in line with her at the sea salt and let her talk about things. And you can for just for have once. time. Yeah. For once. Uh, another bread and pickle is going to be open, and that is at Harriet. That opens today. Oh, is it opening today? It is opening today. I missed that. So you can, that's another option for you next week. You can go for a walk around Lake Harriet. Stephanie's going to do the journalism while I'm speaking. (laughs) Uh, You can go for a walk around Lake Harriet and then stop at the bread and pickle, which is also delicious. Um, May 10th, Wednesday, May 10th. Okay, she's right. (laughs) But by Mother's Day, it'll be open. So, Right, right, right. We got that. Okay, also. There is some other ideas that I'm going to give you for brunch, and okay. I just have to find them in my um, in my list of things. Okay, here is uh, if you are someone that you don't have reservations and you want something that's a little more casual, we've got Lucky Thirteens is having brunch, and they have a number of locations throughout the suburbs: Bloomington, Burnsville, Mendota, Plymouth, Roseville. And they have a really good jalapeno and horseradish Bloody Mary, just so you know. Okay. Also, um, they own Yankee Tavern, which is doing an all-you-can-eat Mother's Day brunch, and the Clover, which is in Rosemount, for an all-you-can-eat Mother's Day brunch. Oh, good. There is also um, Julia, which is in the Emory Hotel. Did yep. I say that right? Yep. Um, they are having a brunch, but they also have something really cute that I wanted to tell you about. Okay. You um, can grab a bloom from their blooming bar that they're going to have on site where you can make a little flower situation. Oh, isn't that cute? That is great. Yeah, I like that. It's kind of interactive, something fun to do with your mom. So uh, the bloom bar, you'll build a bouquet. You can shop sustainable skincare from their botanical store on site. Oh, nice. And um, I thought that was really fun. All moms that go for Mother's Day will be able to choose from a grapefruit basil spritz or blackberry lemon mocktail. So oh. That sounds delicious. Okay. Um, other brunchy ideas. The Copper Hen. Oh, yeah. Really just kind of uh, eight to three spot. 
but they are doing a special brunch with country fried chicken, short ribs, ceviche, tostadas, lemon bars, fruit roll-ups, cheese sauce, and pretzel bites. I mean, yum, yum. Right. Copper hen. Love it. Um, Something else that's kind of a little like pop-in-ish would be The How, which is a neighborhood spot. They are doing a dine-in brunch buffet that day with scrambled eggs, vegan chorizo, hash browns, free mimosas for mom. Again, kind of more of a neighborhood spot. Right. Uh, another great neighborhood spot would be Wiseacre Eatery. Yeah, they have a great one. And you're going to get all the kind of farm to table type deliciousness. They also have a takeout if you want to do that. Are you getting to that? Tell me. Oh, no, I just know that they have. Yeah. You can also, if you don't want to go hang out or maybe they've run out of reservations, you want to kind of get in for their pickup box. And it's available to order through th- this Thursday. Okay. And it serves four to six and it has a Vikings and goddess pie. Yes, that's what uh, I said. Yeah. Quiche. Cheddar biscuits, asparagus, some ham, some lemon dill cream cheese. It looks really delicious. Yeah. Also, don't forget, if you want like a family feast, the Mother's Day package from Buka is only 12 bucks per person. <laughs> but they've got fresh baked house bread. You can get a Caesar salad, your choice of a pasta or baked rigatoni. They've got a chocolate chip cannoli dessert for 12 bucks a person. If you got a big crew, that's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, also, Spoon and Stable still has the... Um, pickup order that you can order through May 13th, which is what next Friday, I think. Yeah. So you can order later and that meal pickup would include bacon wrap beef tenderloin, a spring carrot salad. There's a goat cheese tart. Um, They do a brunch board that has a camembert cheese, deviled eggs, homemade pickles, mustard and seeded breads. Thursday or 13th is Saturday. So you can order it up to the day before. Yeah. Unless they run out. Sometimes they run out, you know, of orders, but um, also, did you talk about the Mama Rama at Malcolm Yards? No, but please that's share fun. that. Yes. I know, that's a really 20 good vendors. One. Yeah, because it's like an event. You know what I mean? It's not just like sit down and you're stuck at your table. I love this event. 20 local makers, demonstrations, customizable gifts, um, and, you know, flowers, spices, woodworking, jewelry, all the kind of things. And then they have every mom gets a free mimosa, which mimosas. is like a beautiful mimosa, um, which, of course, if you like that kind of thing. Um, and then you, but you could also get the MFOF, which is the Mother Flowers Old Fashioned, which we debuted there this last week. And that is a delicious whiskey drink I've made just for you. And it's at the bar there. Yep. And you, and just you can for the, order for the Steph March. Yep. The Steph March MFOF. And it is a lighter for those of you who are like whiskey friends, but maybe beginning whiskey friends or like Stephanie. Yes. <laughs> just, you can say it. It's fine. I She's just, looking at me I and I'm like, I know this is me. It's a little, it's a little like lighter. It's a little sweeter. It still packs a whiskey punch, you know, a boom. Um, I have to say, Ellie Kaplan finished the drink. Hello. I mean, this is exactly. I also, I mean, I have been drinking uh, whiskey on the rocks lately. I don't know why. Like, this will be what will happen. So is I'll close. end up drinking whiskey on yeah. the rocks the whole summer. You know what? Here's the deal. We are like T minus <laughs> five years. T minus five years for you and I sitting on like chairs, just pouring each other like two fingers of just neat room temperature whiskey. I think you're probably right. Maybe three years. I think you're probably right. I mean, I'm already there. I'm just waiting for you to join I don't me. even get an ice cube. You can have ice on the side, and then you can decide to put that in if you want. Okay, we got some time to build up to no yeah. ice because right. I'm I'm icy. Okay, right so now. yeah, you're starting here. I'm saying maybe three more. Years. I'm drinking Redlocks. Yes, yeah. I totally up. had that the other day. As some people were like, "Oh, I'll have a I'll have a coffee." <laughs> Where were <laughs> I'll you? Finish the meal with a coffee, and I was like, "Um, I'll have two fingers of Redlocks <laughs> with a side of ice." 
That's the kind of mom I am. I just wanted to be clear. Okay, that is hey, funny. I know. And there's also, um, God, what I missed it. I think Alma has a great pickup box. I they do. They do. Yeah. Okay. And um, someone asked me, they, they sent me an email. They were like, hey, does Red Cow do anything for Mother's yeah. Day? Yeah, oh. they have great ordering options, too. Okay. Red Cow and Red Rabbit brunch, too. Yeah. So no matter what your situation is with your mom, let's just wrap it up to say. <laughs> wrap it up. Like moms and dads, too, are special yeah. people in your life. And don't leave anything unsaid. Make sure that you're kind and you're nice and you're sweet. But if you are like me and your mom has passed, you'll spend that day kind of going through. I've been thinking about my mom a lot recently. I always think about her the most in the spring because I think about her with the flowers and the impending lilacs. And yeah, she was just she was a gardener. So when it's gardening season, I think, oh, my mom would be so proud. Yeah. When she sees my seed trays and just in case you're keeping track of the Stephanie Hansen Hilltop Garden in Ely, the seed trays have made it from the screened in porch where it's cooler but still sunny, they're outside now and they're underneath the eaves so that they can get hardened off and not get drowned by the impending rain we're going to have. But oh yeah, things okay. are things are still happening. All right, I love it. Uh, also, just in case you're wondering, Stanley had his first tick, so it really is tick season. Make sure that you're wearing you say your it's stuff. It's going to be big. Yep, and then he trapped his first baby rabbit. And was thrilled with himself. Did he eat it? <laughs> no, he didn't. But okay. it was trapped in a corner, squealing, scared to death. Yeah. And we had to go and like pick it up and move it to the woods. And and, and okay. from that, I mean, the dog. But he was excited. That for he, three days, he yeah. was excited. He was still looking for that. But he was like, who knew there's yes. these things out like, here? Did you that, see this toy? And it like makes noise, just like the one in the house. Yeah. And like I can find them on my own. This is excellent. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it was a very funny, just like, wow, this is a real dog moment here with him. You're so funny because you've totally had dogs, but you haven't had a young dog. <laughs> and not in a while because my dog lived to be 18. I know. Though in her day, Nikki got squirrels. Did she? She was fast. Yeah. So I'm wow. wondering if uh, Stanley will get uh, Stanley will get squirrels. But so far, just one sad little lonely baby rabbit. <laughs> All right, we're okay. going to take the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. So 651-641-1071. You can go ahead and call in. We'll take your call live on the air. If you want to ask us about Mother's Day or you want to have us suggest something for you to make or you want to talk about your May the 4th be with you situation. Maybe you have comments. Maybe you've been up since 4 a.m. watching the coronation. Oh, there has been a lot of coronation <laughs> talk. My mother and I, and I chatted this morning. I do want to know, did anyone see Prince William or Prince Andrew on the balcony? Because I was talking to her during that pivotal moment, and oh, she missed it. She's mad. No, so I've you been can call us and let us know, too, or text us Kate's or email us. is pretty awesome. 651-641-1071. Welcome back to the weekend. <laughs> if you guys could be in studio, here's what you missed. Uh, first of all, do call with your questions. Yeah. We would love to take them live on air. 651-641-1071. During the break, we were looking at the pictures of the coronation. Yeah. We have some thoughts. We have some thoughts. What is what is Lionel Richie wearing? Lionel Richie. Because I'm the only one still watching American Idol, and he's killing it this oh, year. Oh, is he? Oh yeah. He's uh he he's got to work out. I'm I'm a little. Does he worried have a leather jacket on? I'm a little worried about the fillers in his face. But oh, other I'm than that, I'm used to it now. Yeah. Okay. I'm not used to it. But he's got a nice suit on, a black suit. He's got a little crust on his oh, little. Crest. He's got a silver white tie. He looks great. Who is he friends with? I don't know. Or is he performing? Maybe he's friends with 
the king, which okay. is now the king, King Charles. King Charles. Yes, who is now the king. I'm having a hard time accepting Camilla in her queen's uh, role just because, yeah. I mean... I know. I know she earned it, but please. I know. And I mean, like, right, it wasn't their fault. They should have been married from the start. They should have been married from it. the start. And that's, that's but, just unfortunate. Right. But, okay. Also, uh, Prince Harry is there. He's there. He was not standing on the balcony, oh, nor no, was yeah. Prince Andrew. Andrew. No. Eugenie and Beatrice are there. The big win is, of course, the uh, the the youngest of, of Kate Middleton and, and Prince Louis. Yeah, is that his name? I think so. Because he's just going to yawn through the whole thing. He's yawn- There's so many pictures of him yawning very, very... There's one picture of him sticking his tongue out. Yeah, he's just... Her children always, outside of Charlotte, who's yeah. very serious, Yeah, they always have good faces. Yeah, they're sort of... We decided that uh, Kate Middleton looks a little tired. It's probably yeah, been a week a, of... It's probably been a long week. <laughs> <laughs> she, they do have this beautiful embroidered... Um, headband that her daughter is matching. It's like crystal made my and... Andrew McQueen. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's really pretty. God, it's gorgeous. It's very Greek looking. Very it's like Roman. laurels almost. You yes. know, it's silver yes. and crystal headpiece. Yeah, with embroidered leaves. Wow. Which brings us back to she... bay leaves or Bailey. Yes. Oh God, please let's not start that again. <laughs> she does have pearl and diamond earrings that did belong to Princess Diana, which is a nice touch. It is. It nice is. Touch. Okay, six five one six four one one zero seven one. Stephanie, you are. Let's see. I'm getting funny tweets here. Oh. Um, someone did love our impromptu facts of life oh. singing because <laughs> you know that's great. Um, all right, so we're well, just going to continue on here. Wait, in there's the... a few more brunch. Thing. I just want to let you know we yeah, did yeah. put that question up about what is a brunch win for you and what is a brunch fail. And people are putting in brunch places, which is even, which is great. Great. I was talking about brunch cooking, but literally let's just put it on there. Um, Tana thinks any place that has homemade biscuits and gravy, I don't want gravy canned or from a package. Praise. Well, that's, I hear that. Yeah. That's an acceptable thing to want when you go to a restaurant. Who has homemade biscuits and gravy? I don't know about that. I'm going to find out. Uh, Kelsey thinks that Ola Arepa is always fast and amazing for brunch. Oh, that's Which a good one if you don't have a res. Right. Um, Rico says there used to be a place in Chicago called Stout. Best ever bloody bar and red velvet pancakes. Those are the wins. The fail was brunch at a respected hotel, downtown Minnesota hotel. He's not naming names. 2019. Service no bueno. Food was sketchy. The hotel has since sold and rebranded. So I guess it's a good thing that it's turned over. For sure. Okay, Rico. We'll think about that. Lindsay says McGarry's Pub in Maple Plain. And I will tell you, I agree. That's a cute little spot out west. Excellent Mother's Day brunch, hidden gem on the west side. Agree. Okay, if you want good biscuits and gravy in the Twin Cities, we've got Hilo Diner. Oh, yeah. We've got Sun Street Breads. Okay. We've got Eggie's Diner. Yeah. Uh, we have um, Tiny Diner. A lot of diners. A lot of diners. Right. There's a lot of diners. I'm, there's Although there's still not enough diners, right? Hot Plate. Oh, Hot Plate was great. Yeah. Great I haven't been to Hot Plate in gravy. years. If anyone has been to Hot Plate, they should totally... Um, you know, look and let me know if you think eat it's those still biscuits great. and gravy. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I've given you some good biscuits and gravy spots. I'm not a huge biscuits and gravy. Butter eater. Bakery and Cafe apparently has good biscuits and gravy. Yeah. Um, I find them a little uh gross to be honest. Not the biscuit necessarily, and not the gravy, and not the sausage, but all of that together as a breakfast item. 
isn't my jam. It's too much, I guess. It, it like it's definitely one of those category killers as far as like <laughs> I can't eat anything else. Then oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like yep. I kind of like there's really no point in getting into some crispy hash browns with that because you have your biscuit. There's it's just a lot. See, but we might be the only people that like go through full on analysis of if we order one thing, what does it prevent us from having? Otherwise, on the menu. <laughs> this is very true. This is this is very true. Like, well, if I order this, then I can't, I can't have this. But, then, but that's then. also why the champagne or brunch, not to, you know, beat the horse of last week. But honestly, that champagne or brunch where you can sample all that you want. All, all for the two things. Hours. Yeah, for two hours. Straight. Is a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Did you eat anything good this week? Did you go out anywhere or have any fun? I went to I went to Bakehouse at uh, which is Ann Andrus's new place at which is the Honey and Rye thing. Um, and I so did, can I just clarify because I think it's somewhat confusing. Okay, Honey and Rye is still there, still Honey open. Yep, on Excelsior Boulevard. Yep, and that's going to be their cute little bakery that you can go and have tables. It's like a bakery cafe there. They have a okay. cute little patio. And then a couple doors down yeah, in the former buildings. Judith McGrand space, which yep. was a giant pink building. It's it, yeah. It was a giant green building, and they painted it pink. Okay. So it is now this pink place called Bakehouse. It's basically their production facility. So their kitchen is huge. They have new ovens that they didn't have in the old space. So they're really ramping up production and doing big things. There is a bakery counter. You can walk in. There's more of like a little coffee shop situation. They've got some pretty fun and and maybe even a little bit more exciting things. They're going to do like kind of cake slices. They have a carrot tahini cake right now. Oh, in these little slices that idea. are outstanding. They have um, some beautiful cookies. They've got some bars and things like that. But they're going to try to do some little bit more experimental, a little bit more adventurous, fun things. Hence, there's a tiger face on the on the shop door. Okay. And it's about like just kind of accepting like let's get a little wild, right? One of the things they have is a Coke latte, which sounds crazy, but no. Grace, who is their the barista syrup? woman, um, yeah, uses the, yeah, the Coca Cola syrup. syrup in the latte and it is fantastic. I would love that. Yeah. You would totally love yeah, that. Yeah, that Coke syrup looks good. Ooh, Brian has a, a question or a thought about biscuits and gravy. Hi, uh, Brian. You usually say something that um, has a memory of, remember some, there was a food show called Hollywood and Dine that oh. talks to celebrities about and did recipes. Megan Fox, I'm from the South. Biscuits and gravy is an all day thing. Yeah. Okay. That's and I'm true. sorry, but when do you think last time Megan Fox actually ate a biscuit or gravy <laughs> is? Uh, Just speak it as like a size 12. Life song, so. <laughs> Good job. Thanks, Brian. Yep. Oh, that's funny. But. Yeah, and I mean, that's a thing. Like, And today it could be a Southern thing because of Derby Day. You could totally tuck into that for today and then go eat your pimento cheese and whiskey cocktails. That's what I would be doing. I'd be Can making a, pimento cheese. I'd like to ask a question in this last minute. Okay. How do you actually make a mint julep? You um, muddle your mint. You muddle your mint, yeah. Um, I'm just, it's kind of, per, it's kind of, it's kind of like, it's how you want to do it. To me, it should have a little bit of, um, you know, they, like technically there is a thing where you're supposed to put powdered sugar in it. And I'm not necessarily, I don't need yeah. to sweeten my whiskey very much, but I do like to put in like a little bit of lime and lemon in there. Okay. To kind of give it that like springy feel that goes along with the mint. Yep. Um, so that's what I do. But yeah, there is technically you're supposed to sort of put in a shake it with a little bit of powdered sugar, which you could do. And that Churchill Downs, I know they serve Woodford Reserve. I, th- I don't, yeah, I'm not sure. That's I, I the whiskey. I, I, they, that's the whiskey that they, when you're at the track. Yeah. 
that's the whiskey they put in. Yeah, and I would do that. I would do that, and I love Le- I love LeBron Graham, and I, which is for a reserve. And I love, um, you know, just any Kentucky whiskey. Go Kentucky. Okay. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're talking farmer's markets and shore lunches.